welcome to Tracklisting, the podcast where a musician, a comedian, a painter review old albums for some reason. Did I get that right? Yeah. <laughs> Everything but the cadence. <laughs> Perfect. One take Jake. All right. Well, that was Nick. I'm Chris. And I'm Caleb. Uh, welcome, welcome. I think welcome, welcome. Is this is a... Whose pick is it? Nick's pick? This it's a Nick, a Nick pick. pick. One of Nick's picks. God, I feel like Nick just had a pick. Maybe yeah. I'm still uh, Time flies on PTSD podcast. from the Half-Baked soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the soundtrack for Clueless. Clueless. Clueless, yay. <laughs> a sitting ovation. Uh, just watched the movie this week. Uh, still great. Still holds up. It's great. Uh, I... I, I I really enjoy the movie. This was a fun year, too, for music and movies. Mm-hmm. 1995. Uh, Different time. Wonderwall had just come out. I'll Be There For You. You Ought To Know. Gangster's Paradise. Oh, Grammy-winning Grammy Gangster's Grammy. Paradise. Two of those were from soundtracks. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Dangerous Minds. The filmmaker also brought us such hits as Fast Times mm-hmm. and the Look Who's Talking. <laughs> One and two. Look Who's Talking Two. Which have great soundtracks, by the way. Ooh, <laughs> we might need to get to that on the next episode. Deep dive. All right. This yeah, was so we got Alicia Silverstone. We have Donald Faison. Ali- Alicia. Alicia. Or Alicia. Alicia. Alicia uh, Silverstone. Stacy Dash, who, <laughs> Stacey who has Dash. transformed into a monster. <laughs> Went crazy. <laughs> before our very eyes. Uh, Brittany Murphy. R.I.P. R.I.P. Ugh. Um, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Did you see it? Exactly the has same. Has he done? Has he done much since this movie? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, he looks yeah, the same. He looks he's <laughs> not actually, aged. Yeah. Timeless. Alicia Silverstone at the time was best known for her appearances in a trio of Aerosmith videos. Ooh. You guys remember? Breckenmeyer oh. also in the film. Mm. Breckenmeyer. Oh, right. Breckenmeyer. I remember. Oh, he's the burnout, right? He, no. He's, he's like the, the skateboard guy, guy yeah, with yeah, the long yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah, uh, one of the burnouts, and he's yeah. also in the craft as like a, the same role. He's like a thirty-year-old high school student. <laughs> I I can't wait to do the craft soundtrack. Oh, we gotta do the craft. Uh, so I remember when this movie was spun off into a really bad TV show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the cast made the transition. So yeah. I remember Donald Faison was on that, and mm-hmm. also Stacey Dash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now a That's monster. Fox News monster, Stacey <laughs> Stacey Dash. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was originally pitched as a TV show before the movie, yeah. and I guess ended mm-hmm. up being a TV show after the movie. I guess interesting. They, they, like, recast the lead. Right. There was a short-lived, um, uh, what's the math? Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off show. Oh, really? Um, there was a spinoff of the movie, hmm. and uh, Rachel Aniston... Hmm. Was the girlfriend? Oh wow, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Aniston. You know, Rachel yeah. Green. Jennifer I know. Aniston. It's all the same. I just, Ava Green. I just learned that if somebody says Rachel Aniston and stares in your eyes, it like resets your brain. Yeah. yeah. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> I did it to myself. Too. <laughs> all right, Nick. Uh, Let's like, jump start into us, the start soundtrack. Off on yeah. the, what are we? What are we? What are we dealing with Whoopsie. here? Whoopsie number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is the Muffs with Kids in America. Take it away. Friday night and everyone's moving. I can feel the heat, but it's soothing, heading down. I search for the beat in this dirty town. Downtown, the young ones are going. Downtown, the young ones are going. We're the kids in America. You may remember. 
remember the uh, original version of this by Kim Wilde mm-hmm. in the early 80s. Love Kim Wilde. Mm-hmm. However, I, I'm going to say this is a superior uh, version of it because it's, it's a like little this? bit more angsty. It's a little, <sighs> little bit more punky, pop punky. Less electronics, for sure, yeah. than the original. I kind of I understand your point of view in that it's, <laughs> Here we it's go. kind of perfect for the film <laughs> and for the era because it's like for the message intensely of that song. 90s. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of of the original, but I think the original <clears throat> might be a little bit better. Kim Wilde also had uh, "Keeps Me Hanging On," or whatever that song is, mm. which is um, which is really good. Well, there just a- keeps me hanging on. She was British, young British pop star, but yeah. she, I think she came from like a songwriting family. Like her parents were, I don't know. I think that that the song we just listened to, two nineties for me. Yeah. You you don't like that early nineties LA punk man? <laughs> that rough, voice. Man. Uh, what do we know about the Muffs? The voice they, we'll never they, hear again. Uh, the nineties voice. They maybe had a couple of songs. Probably best known for this for it, this cover. It's that same thing, man. If put, you put him on the map, you cover a good song and then you rise to fame, and then you never write a better song than the one you covered that made you famous. So right. It's like, yeah, I think sorry, they may still be a band as well. Like, yeah, still present, still just running around LA <laughs> playing covers. <laughs> Insane. I, um, I kind of I constantly give these soundtrack shit for uh, having bad covers of songs that they couldn't license in the movie. Yeah, but I think that oh, yeah. in this case it's kind of better it's because choice. it's you know they're trying to because I think the most famous eight like uh, high school movies are like eighties movies and so it's kind of like an eighties soundtrack updated in the same way that the the movie is like an updated version of like eighties and or an updated version of Emma. Yeah, I was gonna say this movie is this movie's Emma. Emma, you know? Jane Austen. Adaptations, man. Jane Austen was That's a where huge it's at. Kim Wilde fan. What's track two? Oh, we got some more early '90s California jams here. Oh, nice. This is uh, Cracker with "Shake Some Action." Oh yeah. Kind of sound like the intro to Friends. I uh, I had like a Cracker phase. Really? When I was in high school. Really? Not to be confused with Uncle Cracker. Yeah, These are two different people. Different right. people. Okay, sorry. So I will say before I get into nostalgia, uh, Cracker. Before they were Cracker, a couple I of guys. Like that song. Mm-hmm. They were it's in good. a band Catchy. called uh, Camper Van Beethoven. Oh in the yeah, 80s, that's which right. Is actually, I think is really good. A little bit of a precursor to Pavement. Camper Van Beethoven. Uh, they have yeah. a song called "Take the Skinheads to Take the Skinheads Bowling." Nice. It's really really good. This but uh, Cracker, I was into. I think one of the one of the great joys of this podcast is like listening to the. I get to like be reminded. I literally have not thought of Cracker, <laughs> in. Since I say eighteen years. And that's okay. Yeah. And there's they had a couple songs that. I don't think they really helped, but I like when I was like, wait, Cracker, and I like went Whoa. back, and they had a song called Low, and like another song called Teen Angst, and they're they're I mean, they're pretty good. Yeah. Let me. Uh, what would you guess besides the two main members of Cracker? How many other band members have come and gone <sighs> over the course? Of I time? like just like <laughs> just a while. Uh, well, it's always like, I mean, I want to say like seventeen, but then like you know, you're like oh, nine, which is still a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna guess twelve. I, I, I have no idea. Uh, 18. 18. <laughs> they could not hold on to people. <laughs> uh, Pretty insane. So much turmoil and cracker. Right. 
Um, Camper Van Beethoven's awesome. I should say, uh, before we move on, that this actually is also a cover of a song by the Flamin' Groovies oh, from, right. like, oh. 1977. Yeah, a lot of covers. A lot of covers. I just like the idea of some bass player joining that band, and then, like, a month in, he's like, this is bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> I quit! <laughs> or, like, or, like, a bunch of mishires, like, yeah. I couldn't hang on to the drummer, man. I don't think of Cracker of have, having been around a long time, but they, I guess since they were already, like, professionals, that they had been in a band signed before, and then I guess they kicked around for a while. I want to say Brett's a big, he was a big cracker guy. <laughs> okay, our, cracker. Our, our buddy Brett, uh, we're going to have on the podcast. Oh, what was the band he was uh, preaching about? Cowboy oh, Mouth. Cowboy Mouth. Right. <laughs> he wasn't, no he wasn't really, it was us insulting him about, or just making fun of him about just, loving Cowboy Mouth. He like, showed us like, the dude plays song. everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was like listening to something and somebody mentioned like a, like an obscure, or maybe, I don't know, obscure, but a, a Sam Shepard play called Cowboy Mouth. Hmm. And apparently that must have been where the, Ruh-roh. where the band name came from. It had to be. If not, it was one of those things going on. I'm hearing Cowboy Mouth everywhere now. Yeah. We got to figure out what's the, uh, what, what do you call that sort of when you hear something and then now, and then you yeah, see then it you all see the time. It everywhere. I'll look it up at the break. Yeah. Uh, up next is track three. This is the Counting Crows with the Ghost in You. Nice. Live. Man in my shoes. <laughs> Sorry. No, this is a, another band that's had a lot of different members over time, but one thing has never changed with the Counting Crows. Adam Duritz. And that's Dreadlocks. <laughs> it's a signature, man. I, I will cop to... What are your guys' thoughts on I had August and Everything After, and I loved it. And to hear those vocals, I, I kind of... It puts me in a place. It makes you reminisce. Uh, shout out to my sister. She said she like ended up like some like wild night in Manhattan, and like was with a group of friends, and they ended up in Adam Durwitz's apartment. <laughs> uh, he wasn't there. It was like somebody like... You know, oh my uh, God. Was like house, sitting. house sitting for Adam Dur- Adam Duritz or uh, Duritz? Duritz. Duritz. Sorry. Uh, and he had um, <laughs> like uh, fake grass in the apartment and uh-huh. like a swing set. And just like frame photos of Courtney Cox from the 90s. Oh, man. Yeah. Was, Courtney Cox has an interesting track record. <laughs> Talking about yeah. David Arquette and Adam Duritz. I'm just looking Oof. at some old news here. This is a Consequence of Sound article from... August 7th of 2014 with Adam Duritz's uh, Tinder profile. <laughs> Whoa, hey. So I just want to read, I just wanna read his there. bio here for a <laughs> yeah, second. Please. This is about Adam. NYC. Grew up in Berkeley. I, um, I cannot think of anything else to say except, is this the freakiest video game ever or what? What? Yeah. Swipe right. Wait, and then he. Left. Oh, oh, Tinder is the yeah. game. I thought he was like provi- deep. He's right. providing a link to the. And it's just like, you know, you can. You, yeah, ghoul smasher. If you look at this photo, it's still just like the silly ass haircut. Like nothing oh, has changed. No. It's like just provide a link to your Wikipedia page. Just be like, <laughs> yeah, I, I can think of something to say about Adam Duritz, man. Uh, Mr. Jones. Before we move on, yeah. I should I gotta bring up again that it's a cover of a really good psychedelic first song. <laughs> Thank you, Caleb. You're like the the kid in the back of the class. Um, actually, I don't want to assign us homework. <laughs> <laughs> I no, it's good to, to know. I, I, this is all news to me. Uh, I knew the Muffs, but 
No, psychedelic furs are really good. That was like a little bit, of, I think, of a later cut, mm-hmm. but uh, check them out, dude. Uh, so I was doing karaoke in Midtown, and there was like a, it was like live karaoke with the piano player, oh, no. and my <laughs> buddy Giovanni was like, oh, "The guy's from the he's from the psychedelic furs," and I was like, "Oh my god!" And he's you know great. He knows all the you tell him a cover even if it's not on the list, then he can probably figure it out or, or tell him a song, probably mm-hmm. figure it out. So I was going around telling everybody, dude, we got to do karaoke with the psychedelic first guy. And I'm like, what's his name? And I was like, ah, I looked it up on the website and it was like this and that. And then like after two months of telling everybody, you know, the psychedelic first guy is doing <laughs> karaoke on the piano. It's not him. <laughs> it's totally not. <laughs> oh it is not God. the guy from the psychedelic first. And I told Giovanni that. I was like, uh, and he's like, ah, oh, thought it was. Sorry, <laughs> That's Jamiroquai's dad over here. Yeah. It's not Jamiroquai's dad. Oh, God. That, that's going to be... That's I'm going to just copy and paste that on Twitter whenever people come after me for, for screwing up a fact on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, thought it was. Thought it was. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> just propagating this lie. Oh, thought it was. I'm looking ahead at track four here, and somehow this band has popped up again on our podcast. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Luscious Jackson. Um. <laughs> three times three yeah. times <laughs> and they're not good <laughs> this is their track here and this is the squirmal mix <laughs> so, let's get a taste of the squirmal yeah yeah How many yeahs in a row was that? <laughs> oh man, Squirmal was like that, like worm toy in the in the nineties. Squand, <laughs> it's like squirm. Uh, so what year is this soundtrack again? Down a Squirmal myself. Just listening to that. So this this is before because we we hit them on two uh, uh, soundtracks in ninety eight. That's insane. Yeah, this is their their rise to fame. <laughs> we got them on the upswing. It's pretty nuts. Jeez. Uh, there was a video I saw of them playing this um, particular version of this song on Conan uh, in like '97, and man, uh, man it's rough. <laughs> it's really so, rough. So that's something that, like, I guess all those late night shows had these bands play, and you can't see any of that footage anymore. It's they, hard to find. It's really hard yeah, to find right. all all the Saturday Night Live bands from like the '90s yeah. and '80s. You can't. It's it's very hard to find those performances. Uh, like Conan always had these cool kind of like new on the scene. Let's take a, a risk on these like hip bands. Can't find those anymore. Right. I've been trying to find Crash Test Dummies. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, man. Can't find it. Man. <laughs> it's just yeah. You're it, joking, but that's like that's one of the few yeah. bands I can do a karaoke to. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one that, like, the person that puts in the number to the machine is always like, are you sure this is not a, you didn't, like, put a wrong number? Mm-hmm. Bar clears out. <laughs> I telling you, I was at a birthday party that was doing karaoke. Oh, God, in, this is the best story. In K-Town. And um, it, was, uh, it was my girlfriend's friend, and uh, it was a blast. But, uh, was but it, was, it was, like, the bridesmaids. This was a... Wasn't this leading up to a wedding or something? No, no, no. no, no. Just this was fun. just. It's oh just no! Fun. Yeah, it was her birthday. <laughs> okay. And it was the K Town karaoke where like one person has the remote and like that you can you put in a song and it like cues it up and um, 
I was being very generous. I didn't want to do any songs, and I put in one song, uh, but uh, it, it was a harsh crowd in there, and like if somebody didn't like the song, they just grab it and skip it. And so like I was in the like fifty seconds into "All Night Long" by Lionel Richie, and then just like the you know music drops out from under me, and it, it, it is the worst feeling when you like have the microphone, you're standing up singing, and then someone just cuts the music and. It skips the next song. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please, here you go. Oh god. My favorite thing is like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go to this thing with my girlfriend and her friends. Like, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna be a, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be go. a fun guy. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, play. Go. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna entertain, and then it's just the <laughs> next. It's the, I finally understand what it's like to be swept off the stage at the Apollo, you know, or tap danced off stage. Just like, please, I tried my best. Oh. That's funny. Anyway. <laughs> All right, what do we got there? Uh, we've got another band popping up here again. Uh, this is World Party. God! With, um, a song you may recognize. This is not intentional, guys. It's All the Young Dudes. Let's get a little taste of this. I need TV when I've got What's up, dudes? Where are my dudes at? Dude, that is a very Wallflowers cover where they're literally just doing, they're doing all the vamps like verbatim. Thank you to David Bowie for writing that song for Mott the Hoople. Um, Wrote and produced. I, a friend of mine has unmistakable a, Bowie songwriting. He he has yeah. a, a a theory that that song Bowie wrote it and it was too Bowie for Bowie because like he wrote it and then it was <laughs> it's like, a little on the nose. He essentially like wrote <laughs> like a, this, man. a Bowie song from like two years earlier and he's right. like, if I do this, people are gonna be like, I'm sliding backwards. And when you listen to it, you're like, is this David Bowie? And you're like, no. Yeah. But he's like singing about T Rex and it's like, yeah, intensely. There was clam. that um, that Prince song Kiss that he wrote for um, Maserati. That, that's and a really he funny gave it to them and he hated what they did with it and then he took it back and he was like you don't deserve this <laughs> no no it was the opposite of that no what yeah what what happened is Ooh. so he wrote the demo it was like a that. slower like kind of folky yeah he it was bluesy and he, and he did he was like eh, and he gave it to them and he went to sleep and they like recorded all night and he woke up and he was like they sped it up and he was like oh it's a lot better oh. <laughs> and they're like what do you think about our song he's like my song and he just like right. took it back Right, and then he sang it like an octave higher from like how they were doing it. And he did the, the weird gated acoustic guitar thing. Yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I think that he... Super he easy to work with, right? That was, that was Prince's whole thing. <laughs> he didn't screw he them, got, screw them. Very he, like, collaborative. I think he like... He, I, first of all, he was like producing their record. I think he like gave them another song. And, like, yeah. I mean, but, <laughs> yeah they, they, Maserati turned out all right. <laughs> All those hits. Yeah. All those hits. They did name a car after the band, which is That's like true. a huge yeah. honor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Italians, lo- they're big in Italy. They love. Oh man, this next track. Is this another cover? This. Uh, no, but it is um, equally weird. This is the, this, the first original song then. It is. Everything this is, up um, until now has been a cover. This is <laughs> That's uh, pretty crazy, an acoustic version of Fake Plastic Trees uh, oh, by yeah. Radiohead. Oh yeah, that's right. Like the real thing. 
is definitely a huge album for me. Oh, yeah, uh, man. Came out the same year as the film. Maybe that had to do something with why they couldn't get the studio version for the movie. Maybe it was money or some kind of I weird kinda, licensing thing. I was surprised at how much I liked the original more than this. I was kind of like, oh, like it's acoustic. It'll probably be pretty good. Because pretty, it's like not a song with a lot of stuff going on. There's some strings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was like, oh, this is like a lot worse than the, the Ben's version. Yeah, I like it. But I I love the song. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's what's happening. Beautiful music video for that too, with the, uh, with the, the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, it's really really. I'm cool. a I'm a really big fan of the Benz. Yeah, it's so good. Good on Clueless for bringing in Radiohead. You know what I mean? Totally. I don't know. This is our is second it, appearance of Radiohead on the on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to see a Radiohead TV show taping at ACL uh, a few years ago, and I think it was for. King of Limbs when that album came out okay. and uh, it was you know at the W in Austin nice. and I go to the bar to order a whiskey and I like look to my right and Robert Plant is standing right next to me <laughs> and I like never get starstruck yeah. but I was I wanted to say something but I was like I, I just walked away. That, I, that's he's probably got like an aura to him too that you're just yeah. like. Ugh. Yeah, he was that a lot taller me. than I thought, and he was wearing these like really shiny Armani jeans. I was oh like, no! Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, don't talk to that guy. <laughs> uh, Bowie came to my old work. What? And he was that's insane. Wow. And I was kind of like, uh, like I was like, this is cool. This is cool. Like Bowie's in the room. He's like talking to my boss. We're moving stuff around. And then he was just kind of like. He turned around and our eyes like met for a second and he had the Bowie eye, like the one dilated eye. Yeah. And I, I like <laughs> convulsed. A lot. I, yeah. You I'm fell like, out of your chair. My, my, my knees like I like lost my knees for a second. And I was like, oh, and I was like yeah. That's yeah. I think that's the only time I've been starstruck. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No shiny jeans. He looked great. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Normcore? Is Norm- that his normcore phase? <laughs> no, no. Just in the gap. <laughs> I one time saw, um, nah, I don't know. <laughs> you got a Robert Plant, David Bowie. I, um, I saw, nah, I got nothing. I got nothing, you guys. Nothing. Nobody, nobody, man. That'll come back. I thought you were going to be like back. at a Gary Glitter story or something. It's <laughs> on Gary Glitter's helicopter. <laughs> Oh man, um, track seven here. This is the lightning seeds with change. You're going out tonight. There's nothing to lose. You're gonna give it all a try. Don't ever actually a david bowie cover <laughs> changes <laughs> they change it a lot but i like that song yeah um the nice. vocalist and guitarist for that band uh ian broody also produced some music for echo and the Bunnymen and the I'm, fall i'm a big fan of both of those bands yeah and yeah. i like that song it was <clears> fun yeah, it's cool um that's it i got another, <laughs> yeah, yeah, another. this is a great song that was uh, yeah so that is the second original. Actually, the originals have been way better than the covers, which is it's, very, it's an anomaly so far. I feel like they might even out by the end of the soundtrack. We got some. We got some more originals coming up. I think. Yeah, this was. They're all the covers were front loaded for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
this next song I, I think up. is definitely an original. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't bode well. No, this is track eight. This is Need You Around by Smoking Popes. Oh. I hear an influence there. <laughs> yeah, I I remember the Smoking Popes from the '90s, and it was oh, yeah. always like Chicago punk band. It was like a bad, like Smiths. It's like if yeah. the Smiths had just gone wrong because like the <laughs> the vocals were like a little more like uh, kind of croony, and then the you know instead of being jangly guitars, it was like punky kind of like. <laughs> They were pushing it. They were really going for it. I don't yeah, know who who would be in the who would be in the crowd at a concert like that. Do right. you think? <laughs> like, I guess a bunch of like uh, like L.A. Latinos, <laughs> and then a bunch of like Boston meatheads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a few goth kids that are like, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know if this is the right gig. I'm just I'm new to goth. <laughs> Smoking Pops. <laughs> what is that band name? I guess like, well, when they elect a pope, they do the the smoke, oh. the white smoke through the chimney oh, yeah. or something like that. Maybe. Wow. And, and there's a bunch of popes like smoking cigars to <laughs> make like that my white. favorite is that they, whenever they hold a vote and they don't carry a majority enough to like elect a pope, Ooh, it's, yeah. then it's like the black smoke comes up. Different colored smoke. Yeah. yeah. it's like, I don't know if it needs to be transparent at all. If you're essentially... <laughs> you just can't agree. If like the Catholic God is picking this person, I don't think we need to be like, oh, looks like they're going to have to go for another vote. Split decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This Catholic next, the track nine has One a bit of an gun. origin story behind it. Ooh. Um, the Beastie Boys track, That's Mullethead. Right. Yeah. Um, I was excited to hear about this one. Let's get a little taste of that one. So in Cool Hand Luke... Um, the defeated villains referred to as mullet heads um, but according to the Oxford English Dictionary the term mullet used to describe a hairstyle was coined by the Beastie Boys which that I find right. hard to believe that doesn't seem right at all yes and uh, uh, what do we think about wait, wait, wait. who was the defeated bad guy in Cool Hand Luke Right, this may be a bastardized Wikipedia article. <laughs> Wait, the, no one was defeated in Cool Hand Luke. Like the the guy that the lost guards? the uh, oh. egg eating contest. <laughs> no, that was, was he, contest. that was a contest. Was that was a bet that, that yeah, he, yeah. he right. won by himself. Right, defeated villains. Defeated villains. <laughs> defeated villains. Now there's a band name. <laughs> I don't know. No, dude. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I watched Cool Hand Luke recently. I don't so, think. Me too. Uh, what like the system? Which album is this off? <laughs> is this off of. Uh, was it ill communication? What's the Hello Nasty? No, no. Hello Nasty was way later. Yeah, this was the period when they're starting to drift into away from sampling and more into like live instruments. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. Is to be honest, which is a, killed is a the period Beastie that Boys. I'm, I'm not really into. Yeah, just stick with what you know, Beastie Boys. I, I like the first couple records, and I like Hello Nasty. Yeah, and I actually like the the one uh, the record that they came out with a few, maybe six years ago or something. Yeah. 
can't remember what it's called, but it was there was a great video where it was them being played by uh, Seth Rogen and oh, like Danny dude. McBride. Yeah, it was da- and um, uh, the guy from Lord of the Rings. What's his name? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? The, the guy looks like Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> um, Dab. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Uh, great video. Like yeah, I think, that was the funniest music video. But even like that, that album is really good. This was, I, in my opinion, I think they did Ill Communication, which had some hits on it, and then I think they did a record after it where it was like all live stuff, and there was not even any vocals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it really fucking. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm not the biggest Beastie Boys fan. I, I can appreciate them, but I feel like people that look like me, like white guys my age, are, yeah. every every single one of them knows more and cares about more the about Beastie the Beastie Boys than I do. <laughs> I really wanted to see them all together, um, but uh, I guess Mike D passed away, what, like four years ago now? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, that was a bummer. Well, if anyone knows the uh, the root of mullet, uh, <laughs> please find us on yeah. social media. Did you find that on, like, Quora.com or, like, it was Yahoo, Yahoo Answers? Was it Yahoo Answers? Yeah, you know. It's <laughs> unsubstantiated Yeah, it's claim. insane. Citation missing. Yeah, Her- but what well, is a haircut? I feel it's like it's also I, a fish. It's an it's an eighties haircut, right? And it's been so, around for a long time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But did they call it mullet before the eight or like as it was happening, or was that like a retroactive label? Yeah, I think it was a retroactive, it was a retroactive label. label. Yeah. Okay. For well, sure. let's just Beastie Boys. They own the mullet. It they- just used to be the the haircut that has no name. <laughs> <laughs> Party in the back, <laughs> business up front. Yeah. Uh, can you everyone... give me the haircut? You know which haircut I'm asking for. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't talk good. about that haircut, but I will give it to you. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> I think that'll take us into a break. All right, we'll be right back. All right. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember to rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. Please rate and review. It helps our visibility, apparently. Nobody nobody listens to us. Nobody knows about this podcast. It's a secret podcast. Anybody out and, there? It's just you and, you and me. It's just you and me in the bathtub. Uh, uh, and also, make sure to check us out on social media. We are on Twitter at... Track Listing Pod. We are on Instagram at track listing podcast <laughs> we got a website too uh, tracklistingpodcast.com track you can uh, find me if you want to keep up on my my daily thoughts whatever the best place to find me is is of course Yelp yeah Bill Yuns Y-U-N-S top notch reviews top notch reviews uh, <laughs> if you have any food recommendations that's welcome too anyways thank you guys so much check um, me in check me in just talk to us we're lonely we love you we are back. Welcome back. As if. <laughs> As if. <laughs> whatever. You guys, whatever. Remember, remember mall talk, guys. Remember malls. Remember America. Uh, remember mall madness. <laughs> the board game. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you should like use credit cards to buy things and get turned down, and then you have to like win by uh, getting back to the parking lot. <laughs> Amazing. Wait, what? <laughs> when are getting yeah. Well, the the uh, yeah, the point of the game is to find parking. That's <laughs> it. So fun. Kids oh, love man. it. Kids love it. All right, guys. Before we get back into the soundtrack, I think we have a little bit of a game segment. What? Am I right? Am I right about this? This is um, and uh, the second installment of collaborate and listen. At least that little thing. It's not the same song. Not the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So uh, for round one here, I'm going to read you guys um, three collaborations. Okay. And uh, one of them is real, and two of them are not. Okay. And uh, yet collaborations sometimes happen in unlikely places. We like to exploit that here on track listing. <laughs> I'm starting to like have a cold sweat. Just yeah, just <laughs> being nervous. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so we have Red Hot Chili Peppers featuring Uncle Cracker. Okay. Oh, Cracker, uh, Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker, yeah. so Uncle Cracker oh, was uh, speak three times and he shall appear. A, was he tied up with a uh, Kid Rock? Yeah. I think he was. Okay, so, okay, kind so of... Red Hot Chili Peppers, Uncle Cracker. Okay. Number right. two, Metallica, Metallica featuring Lou Reed. Okay. And number three, Green Day featuring Rip Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Rip Taylor. Okay. Well, oh, you okay. know what? Hang on a sec. Caleb and I are going to step outside. Uh, I actually have to... Okay, let's go outside for a second. I'm going to have to disqualify myself from the deliberation because I think I know oh, this. You know the answer. I think I know the answer. Okay, so well, you're on your own. It's up to me. All right. Well, you go You go back inside. I'll stay outside. You're on your own. Okay. And then I'll, I'll after you say, I'll guess. All right. Uh, Chris, what do you think is going to happen? Actually, Chris, I think you have to leave, too. Okay, I'll leave. Um, I think it, I'm going to go with Rip Taylor, because I don't think... Uh, it's Rip Taylor and, and who? Green Day. Green Day. I think that happened. Um, just because why would... It seems too... Why would you say Rip Taylor? He's a confetti-throwing... <laughs> He's the guy that shows up and throws confetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a god in my country. He's a god. <laughs> okay. Uh, I believe... That Lou Reed and Metallica did an entire album together. That sounds right, but I'm just gonna got, go. That got completely destroyed critically. Nice. And it was sadly, if I'm remembering right, it was one of the last Lou Reed projects. Uh, okay. Okay. The final answer. All right, I'm gonna come back inside. Hey guys. Anyway, hey, what's up, man? Hey, how you going? All right, let's. Uh, what do, let's what get do we the got? Reveal here. Jerry's out. I am a chorus. Lou's Lou Reed and Metallica. It was Lulu? Was the album called Lulu? It was like based on some, uh, on like an opera or play or something. I don't know. You said Rip Taylor because you just watched Wayne's World. God damn it. I knew it. I knew it. I wish that collaboration was real. No, I remember when in coming up with some of these, like I will Google some of the fake ones and it'll turn out to be real. And then, it's pretty insane. No, the Lou, second I said Lou, Rip Taylor. This was an entire album and it was topping everybody's like worst albums of the year. Oh, list. Yeah. yeah, that was bad. Just the, what I just heard there. <laughs> It's funny, like Metallica is so Metallica. Any any other ingredient you add to the mix is just like it's gonna ruin it. <laughs> I'm a big Lou Reed fan, but yeah, yeah, we all good are. job, good job. I, I love. Yeah. Okay, so, so we're moving on to round two. One zero, yeah, round two. Um, I'm losing two. now. <laughs> okay, moving into some celebrity category here. Okay. Um, so first, do we have Robert Downey Jr. and LL Cool J? Oh, making beautiful music together. <laughs> do we have Gwyneth Paltrow and Huey Lewis? Or do we have Helena Bonham Carter and Beck? Oh, Jesus. Come on, darn. So, Again, I think I might know this. 
So you're on your own, Darden. This is why we don't let you play these, Caleb, because you know everything. And I don't, I don't, I don't know this like I knew the last one, but I have a pretty good idea. Okay, Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter, and who? And Beck. Beck. And then read it all to me. Are they both Scientologists? Do we Robert, know? Robert, da- Robert Downey Jr. and Hello Cool J. Or Gwyneth Paltrow and Huey Lewis. Right, I'm gonna step outside real quick and think about this. Come on, darn. Think. Think, damn it. I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow and Huey Lewis. That doesn't sound right. It sounds anachronistic. Um, I'm going to go Cool J and Robert Downey Jr. All right. I'm, I'm going to tell everybody. agree with that because is this something off of Less Than Zero? There was... Hello Cool J was featured heavily on Less Than Zero, which was a Robert Downey Jr. Damn, movie. movie. Yeah. And even if it wasn't on that, I feel like... They were becoming famous at the same time. They're contemporaries too. Yeah. You know. Okay. So All right. we, we have an answer here. Yeah. That sounds like a show answer. me, Downey yeah. Jr. Hello, <laughs> cool <laughs> A little taste here. Uh, sounds, sounds like, like sounds back. back. Sounds very Becky. Or it could be a sample that LL Cool J. Let's cruise. No way. Ah. Ah. Gwyneth and Huey Lewis. Wait, what? Wait, what? What? Oh, Don't whoa. I totally, <laughs> totally faked me out. No way. It, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I'm still, that I was, was like, I was didn't believe you. <laughs> I did not believe you. That sounds very much, I still hear back. <laughs> I just assumed Helena Bonham Carter could sing. Do we have any background on what that's from? What uh, happened? This, this is from uh, the film uh, Duets, the music uh, comedy film, uh, I believe, from the year 2000. Ah! And yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow's in it? Yeah. And Huey Lewis? Yeah. Do they fall in love? <laughs> What? How do I not know anything about this? You know what? I mentioned uh, I was talking about Less Than Zero, I think, last night. So I think Nick was fucking me on that one. (laughs) He's getting in our heads, dude. (laughs) And the duets was directed by Bruce Paltrow. Whoa. Gwyneth's uh, dad. Yeah. And Paul Giamatti is also in that film. I got it. Is it... It sounds like Hollywood tried to bury that one. <laughs> it's, it was a deep dive with this track. Huey Lewis right. acting, man. Yeah. He's all right. Yeah. He's all right. He in, uh, I'm a big news guy, man. Huey Lewis, I don't know, but the news. <laughs> Huey Lewis was in Lewis, uh, Back to the Future. He had a cameo, right? As the the talent. He was like the... like. Was he? Uh, my Michael J. Fox is it. playing yeah. is playing guitar for like the the talent show, and he's the one that's like, nah, it's like too rocky or something like that. Or oh, he's like the oh, I remember the scene. They go, he some Huey Lewis's cousin calls him and he goes, hey Huey, <laughs> you know that cool sound you're looking for? Nah, Listen, he's, he's, yeah. he's no, <laughs> I like that you're like. Still uh, on the side of no, that's back in Helen Carter. <laughs> I still could be. I'm yeah, pretty sure if you that. told me that, I would have yeah. been like, oh, nice. Very I'm cool. not going to call you a liar, but I heard back in there. <laughs> it's pretty insane. Uh, moving on to round three, uh, getting into the uh, territory of puppets. Okay, here. some 0 for, 0 for 2 so yeah. far. Caleb got, has one point. One and one. 
So round three is uh, which of these collaborations is real? This is uh, Kermit the Frog uh, featuring Smash Mouth. God damn it. Get uh, Smash Mouth out of my brain. Bert and Ernie uh, featuring Will Smith. Or okay. Miss Piggy featuring Ozzy Osbourne. Um, Preppet edition. Um, Caleb. This is, this is, this is like a Caleb move. So you put Smash Mouth in. Yeah. Is that the starting off point where you're like looking for a way to work Smash Mouth into a game in the way that I'm always trying to get Smash Mouth on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or is that the poison pill? Okay. One more time. Kermit the Frog and Smash Mouth. Bert and Ernie. Featuring Will Smith or Miss Piggy and Ozzy Osbourne. I'm gonna go Miss Piggy and Ozzy Osbourne. I'm gonna go Smash Mouth and Kermit. All right. Also, hey, now that I have you for a second, we gotta talk about conspiring against Nick later. So, can we talk about that? Later? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll talk about. It. Okay. Just, just keep in mind. Let I'll me hit, back in. Open the door. Open the door. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey, hey. So you got um, some final answers? Yeah, yeah I'm going Ozzy and Piggy. I'm going Smash Whoa. Mouth. All right, let's get the answer here. Your answer is my second favorite, but I feel like my vote is a little bit Smash split between that and Kermit. That that seems very plausible. They all seem plausible. Yeah. To be honest. Okay. Let's uh, let's get the reveal here. Kermit, Miss Piggy, welcome. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> you opened the wrong door. I'm sorry to bother you. <laughs> oh, Miss Piggy, you're not bothering me at all. Stick around, we're gonna rock. Oh, just stick around, babe. We're gonna rock. And check the out what song down. this Come is. Come on! Oh, you're going to sing to me? Yeah, me and you. Nice. That's the Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that did more drugs than Motley Crue combined. Um. Nice. Oh man, I can't get enough. Truly, oh, truly incredible. That one bummed me out. I would, I would much rather have been Smash Mouth. <laughs> that one's probably real. I just haven't Googled it. Ozzy's done a ton of cheese dick stuff, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. He did, there was some, he did like a Pepsi or right. Twix commercial or something, too. Like get well soon, Ozzy. He was uh, in some kind of condition recently. Man. Yeah. Well, he like flipped an ATV like five years ago or something. So. Man. He had, like, a broken leg for, like, the entirety of the Osbournes. <laughs> like... All right, well, back to the uh, soundtrack. Oh, we do we... need to give our uh, shout-out to Jeremiah MC1. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Jeremiah. Jeopardy Trap Remix. Love it. Thank you, uh, Jeremiah. Again, he says in the notes, I do not own the rights to the Jeopardy theme. Well, we don't <laughs> own the rights to your song, okay. so we're, we're dead uh, even Steven. A bunch of people that don't own, don't own shit. <laughs> don't own anything. <laughs> So Come on the podcast. Getting back into the soundtrack here, we have a band making their uh, first and uh, hopefully last <laughs> appearance on track listing. <laughs> <sighs> this is uh, the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Oh, oh dude, they're coming back with babe. Where Do You Go? Yeah. Yeah. Went to bed, then took a shower, stayed at TV for an hour, did the dishes, made the bed, read a book I've never read. Any minute you'll show, and I'm wondering where did you go? Oh, 
I was early Boston's. Yeah, I was goblin, ready, to, goblin ready to make like a Favreau core joke. <laughs> yeah. But how, Scott core man. How do we feel about the connection between like the revi- like the swing revival and like uh, the third generation of Scott? I feel like one would not have happened without the other. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think it's like all the horn players were in cahoots. Yeah. They're like, guys, we gotta make horns popular. <laughs> so that <laughs> oh, band nerds, oh, third, gen- third generation ska is the worst oh, thing. Man. God, what was that song, man? I, 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 you know what? I really did like my body Boston's in the day. I think that uh. it was a. Yeah, <laughs> I had to knock on wood. This impression that I got. What is the? Uh, do it again, do, 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 the possum king, but, or rascal king, behind the bus, right. the ones They've been around that. forever, too. They started in, like, the early 80s. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, so they, they like, survived the, the dip from from Ska version 2 to yeah, Ska version 3. Yeah, they're, they're kind of part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely helped revive Ska. I, I this swear was, to God, a, if there's ever a fourth wave of fucking Ska <laughs> is going to kill us all. Yeah, and, and if you remember in Clueless, can't get worse. Um, when they go the, to the, live. the warehouse party, oh, like no. the cool party, like they're the band that's like the cool band at the party. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is a wild concept. Now, they nowadays. became really good friends with, <laughs> uh, off the gym, with Adam Carolla because they were always on Love Line. God. And they were like broy, like complaining about white guys being persecuted or yeah. something. W- women aren't funny. <laughs> women aren't funny. And I was like, yeah. And I feel like were, they were like, were they a house band on the Man Show or something? They were definitely on the Man Show. <laughs> no, the house band was like a, a polka band. Oh god. Uh, and they had that show. one guy on the Man yeah. Show that could like chug during the Ziggy Zaggies, yeah. and then he like right. died that's, that's because sad. they were forcing him to chug beers every episode. <laughs> Pretty, pretty insane. Anyway, that is a terrible show that apparently ruined nobody's career. <laughs> just yeah. launched them. <laughs> We've talked about when is like just a it's super scrub- kind I have of it Jimmy on Kimmel DVD. Yeah, it's like it's hard to find. Yeah, it's scrubbed for sure. I mean, he would get in trouble for shit. And the, so. the second I... iteration was what Stanhope and Joe Rogan. Yeah, that women's even suffrage, more hardcore. The oh. women's suffrage sketch they did on that show. That, that, was, that, was, that was pretty bad. Actually. <laughs> Oh boy, track eleven, huh? <laughs> yeah, we we gotta we really gotta steer clear of any sort of like toxic masculinity. We're already, we're already just three white dudes, uh, aging yeah. hipsters. So, like, <sighs> track eleven is called "Rolling with My Homies." And Ooh, remember this one? This yeah. is uh, Coolio. This is the Britney Murphy. This is playing at the house party. This is cool party music, man. What's, what's the guy's name? The burnout guy? Oh, uh, Breckin Meyer. Breckin Meyer is like, hey, no, look at me. Come here. Here, look. Bro, look at me. All right. Keenan and Kel, Keenan and Kel, Keenan and Kel, Keenan and Kel. Thanks, Coolio. Great song. Yeah, yeah. Coolio is. It's funny how much of a cheese dick version of like Snoopy is. He's just like <sighs> cheese dick. Because it's it's definitely like Long Beach. Like it's the exact same production, same vibe, and he was a huge star. But it's like yeah. there's just like nothing edgy. <laughs> There's nothing edgy about Coolio. But he carried himself in a fairly edgy way, but he didn't he didn't do that many edgy things. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, th- that song was fun. Uh, yeah, no, that was great. What? Oh. oh. Oh, boy. Oh, my I think, gosh. Guys, I think there's some breaking news. Breaking news. Right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, I wasn't I notified him. Uh, we go live now to Kayla Brown in the field. Track listing fans, I want you to mark your calendars. Depending on when this drops, it'll probably drop after the events. <laughs> so be go a, back in time. This might be a difficult gig to make it to, but uh, March 30th and March 31st, there's a pretty important concert happening at the Brookhaven Cherry Blossom Fest. Oh boy! Ooh, sounds a shout out I mean, to uh, you've to all got the, my attention. All the fans out mm-hmm. of Brookhaven. <laughs> Uh, it's Smash Mouth and the Wallflowers playing. Oh. No! no! Get the fuck out of town. Guys, they heard our podcast. Yes. <laughs> Two iconic bands. Think about... Oh, man. I Who's assume gonna that be they're just going to be covering each other, each other's songs. What are ticket prices? <laughs> what yeah. Who's the headliner? <laughs> Ooh. I think, Smash, I think Smash Mouth takes it. They'll pay you to be in the crowd. I <laughs> think that <laughs> if you looked at Adam, like album sales... Wallflowers is probably on top, but at this point, dude, I don't Smash know about Mouth. that. I don't know about that. That would be that would be very <clears> interesting <throat> to look up whether Smash Mouth is out outdone Wallflowers or not. Oh, we should do Jacob, a live episode. Do you think Jacob Dylan out there in the field? Yeah, that'd be do you think Jacob Dylan would be willing to open for the Smash? That's, that's okay. The Smash that's Mouth. Ego, the, like, the Smash the Mouth. Smash Mouth. That is that is like headbutting egos. Yeah. I mean, because I don't think Smash. I think Smash would be like, dude, scoreboard. Shrek, Shrek Two, all the Shreks. <laughs> Look the Shrek at our numbers, world. man. The Shrek verse. The Shrek. Yeah. Shrek. This is, a, this is an all ages concert, and fans of all ages came to see Smash Mouth. You've got the thirty to sixty year old range, but man, oh man, that is incredible. You're right. It's probably got to be a Smash Mouth concert. It's got to be a Smash Mouth concert. Well, or or so maybe Jacob Dylan goes up with his crew, and then they just, then they just peace. You know what I mean? They're like, you know what? We, we want to get out of here early. All right, you guys vamp a little bit. I'm going to Google Brookhaven Blossom Fest. Vamp, vamp, vamp. Uh, track 12 on the soundtrack is, you might remember this band, Supergrass. Yeah! yeah. Supergrass, this is the track. All right. I like this song a lot. Good. Yeah, the song's really good. You can really hear the uh, ELO, ELO influence, yeah, yeah. right? I, honestly, I think I thought the song was ELO for a long yeah. time. I saw them open for uh, Radiohead back in high school in Houston. Oh, oh, sure. What's the story yeah, behind great. Supergrass? So good. Anybody know anything? It was like uh, a Cambridge band. Yeah. Uh, Early 90s Brit rock band. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's good. So just a yeah, little bit good. of an update. Oh, here we go. So Brookhaven is in Georgia, apparently. Uh, okay. Also on the bill, Spin Doctors <laughs> and the Romantics. Sick. Closing the festival, the Wallflowers. The Whoa. Wallflowers are the headlining. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. They have yeah, a... Cinderella. It's funny, it looks like an album cover, but it's like a very aged Jacob Dylan. Whoa, Jacob's looking more like Bob every day, yeah, man. Bobby. He is his father's son. Yeah. <laughs> Am I my brother's keeper? Am I... <laughs> That is truly a journey to the past. Has <laughs> like, oh, Brookhaven done abandoned ghost town that like died in '98? <laughs> it's like the highway done passed us up and we had to move. It's gone. <laughs> it's, next to the Fye, we've got a KB Toys. <laughs> it's like, it's a town that was ghosted in '98. Oh, next to amazing. the Blockbuster. Yeah. 
I do. I feel bad because I, I think I stepped on what which might have been one of the best songs on the soundtrack. Supergrass? <laughs> yeah. That was great. That was a great song. We can hear a bit of it again if you no, want. No, no, that's not yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thing. We don't have much to say about a good song. Yeah. You know. Well, Supergrass, I guess, came. I didn't know they were a British band. I didn't yeah. know that. Shout out to Supergrass. In fact, I thought it was ELO until you just told me it was Supergrass. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Uh, track 13 is the band Velocity Girl with the song My Forgotten Favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it could have been on the bends a little bit, you know? This is something that just like blends into the 90s pretty seamlessly wallpaper you know I mean? yeah. yeah if we were doing like a fake documentary about a band in the 90s this is like the, the song that you would <laughs> oh for sure whip up real quick <laughs> but it has like kind of a shoegazy like noise thing which yeah. is pleasing enough it's one of those things that could be attributed to like that could be a Liz Fair song that is like a hard five that could be like a, that yeah. song is like yeah. Like very much right on the five. <laughs> they got their name Velocity Girl from a song by Primal Scream. Mm-hmm. If you know Primal Scream. British band. Yeah, British that, band. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Oh uh, man. There's not much to say. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say on the soundtrack that the bad songs aren't very bad. Can I say I'm enjoying the soundtrack? I think I, this is something... Yeah, but can I say that I'm not loving it? <laughs> <laughs> can I also say that uh, I would have been embarrassed to own this because but, it's but, clueless? Uh, but can I say that I... <laughs> can I say? Can I, uh, can I say? Can I say now that I'm more comfortable with who I am as a person, I can appreciate a movie like Clueless versus like <laughs> when it came out and I was a child and I was like, it's for girls, but I'm actually really enjoying this right now. <laughs> I feel and like I'm it, learning a lot. Uh, it was a good movie. It does bring up a little bit like the stepbrother stepsister relationship that is a creepy thing that's not addressed they do end up together yeah 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 Yeah. 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 i mean step sibling i guess it's ex step sibling ex step sibling he's he's just kind of around right because it's like his mom is passed away no no Cher's mom passed away and that's her Stepdad. I think I read in like a. Yeah, that's right. right? I read I in so, like yeah. a right. an interview. No, it's At her mom passed away, right? Because her I think mom passed away, and this is her dad. dad's second wife's kid. Mm-hmm. Is Paul Rudd? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I read an that's... interview with the director that was like, Wild. "Oh, I thought it was like uh, relatable because that's how my parents met, or something like that, or grandparents." And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus, <laughs> weird. weird. Yeah, I live next to my wife, and. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I think one of the things that's important about Clueless is like uh, Alicia Silverstone. Alicia, Ali- God, why? I don't know names, man. Yeah. Um, Alicia Silverstone is very ditzy and stupid, but it's endearing and she's kind of smart too in like her own special way. And so, like, you know, she mispronounces things like, uh, you know, what was the Gladiator movie she mispronounced? Oh, she mispronounces uh, Haitians. She says Hadians. <laughs> but apparently that was like uh, like an honest misread. Oh, no. Oh, she was yeah. just, I mean, I don't think uh. she, she definitely leaned into her own. Uh, yeah. 
personality. <laughs> and then she, the from directors this, are just like, yes, gold, baby. From this, she did Batman and Robin, uh, which she was, that was perhaps her masterpiece uh, as Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. Alfred. <laughs> It's <laughs> like weird. Mr. Bruce Wayne, can I wear a Batman suit, please? I'm a baby. <laughs> this brings us to the last song on the soundtrack. Uncle Alfred. This is um, track 14. This is uh, Jill Sobule with Supermodel. I can't I can't say anything bad about it, especially being on the soundtrack. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It's a perfect song for the soundtrack. It's a it's a good pump up song. Yeah. You know, when you're getting ready for a night out and you're, you know, looking in the mirror and you're doing your hair. I don't think I, I don't think I've tried to like pump myself up in like fifteen years. Uh, yeah, don't do, do you it, know yeah. that she has another song called I Kissed a Girl? You guys know that? Oh I did no. read that, yeah. What? What's uh, the deal with this? So Song title and yeah, unrelated, unrelated song for the most part. Yeah, unrelated to Katy Perry. You know, the chorus she is saying "I kissed a girl," but it's not like the same melody or whatnot. Um, it's a '90s but, song, so it probably deals with shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I kissed and, a girl, so I have to go into hiding. <laughs> this is like a 2009 interview with uh, Jill Sobule uh, that says, uh, "When Katy Perry's song came out, I started getting tons of inquiries about what I thought." Um, some folks and protective friends were angry and wondered why she took my title and made it into this kind of girls gone wild thing. Um, as a musician, I have always refrained from criticizing another artist and Good you on know, her. um, so blah, 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 blah. She says, okay, maybe if I really think about it, there were a few jealous and pissed off moments. So here goes for the first time in an interview. Fuck you, Katy Perry. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> She was coming off so you, like, diplomatic and nice. You fucking stupid, maybe not good for the gays, title thieving, haven't heard much else, so not quite sure if you're talented fucking little slut. Oh. God, that felt good. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, uh, tell us how God. you really feel. <laughs> she said oh, okay. She said before that um, it did bug me a little bit, however, when she said she came up with the idea for the title in a dream. In truth, she wrote it with a team of professional writers. That's true. And yeah. was signed by the f- uh, very same guy that signed me in 1995. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, it was completely... That, that is... Uh, she, I mean, she's like a, a hand crafted pop right. star uh, if, if anyone is Katy perry absolutely is right. you know but we've, um, we've got to cover more like feuds feuds we got to do episodes just about oh, feuds. like oasis family, or family you guys feuds. Uh, kiss kiss did you read it all about when man. Katy perry for that man <laughs> Katy perry went back to her high school and performed no like a free concert no <laughs> so she starts performing and then uh, she gets on the mic and she's like when i went to high school here Nobody paid any attention to me, and I had the hugest crush on a guy, and he treated me like trash, and he never like paid any like attention to me. He's and look at me now. After a and, and he's a teacher here today, and she like <laughs> called him out, and this guy's like, hmm? "Oh man!" And uh, me? <laughs> people afterwards were like interviewing me. He's like, 
I don't know if we went to school together. I don't remember at all. Different years. <laughs> Seems nice. Like, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but I do feel like that's like, that's part of like the script that's been handed to her. Like, I was the one that was misunderstood and probably like popular and fun and like everyone liked her. She's attractive. <laughs> oh, man. Mm, yeah, well, that's, dude, that's the soundtrack, man. Jennifer, man. Or Jill. Jill. Jill Sobel. Jill Sobel. I think it's Sobel. I don't know why I think it's Sobel. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah she's, matter. she's yesterday's news. Yeah. All right. This Chris. is a better song. What? 15 stars. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Here we go. Here we 15 go. 15 stars. How do you, you're the... I'd, I'm going to give this my best rating yet with 13 point three two stars 13.32 13. I don't like nice I, I would listen to this start to finish I think it matched the movie very well totally I, clueless I remember like enjoying the music uh, my my boss don'ts they're they're at the party <laughs> where did you go they got him where did you go <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I I'm, I'm a little shocked that you can be rating an album this well that has the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones on it, <laughs> Luscious Jackson. Yes. It has redeemed uh, tracks. You know, Wait, what, what is the band that covered a... the, the David Bowie song? The, uh, uh, World Party? World Party. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're... That's the Carl Warlinger, <laughs> just who wants to be David Bowie. Like, give it up. You keep covering him or ripping him off. <laughs> you asshole. Reflected David Bowie glory. I gotta. What do you got? Caleb? I'll give this Go album like a nine point five, <sighs> which is a good. First of all, the first how many covers were at the head and like bad covers? <laughs> well, tough covers. cover heavy. Um, I will give it credit for it's. It's all like contemporary. Like it's not like a like um, Rules of Attraction. I thought it was a really good album, but there's a lot of like '80s music. It's stuff that you know is good. It's yeah. like songs that are already good. Um, but, but I never, I didn't, there's a lot of songs I like on here, but nothing that I like loved. Um, but it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good soundtrack. I'm just going, I'm, I'm, I'm liking everything these days, yeah. man. My, my life is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good, man. I love you guys. I love you guys. More than 15 stars. <laughs> I would give this album a 12 point... Eight. Nice. Yeah, dude. Same same sentiment. Fits the film well. I would have fun listening to it driving around or walking around the city. Mm-hmm. At a mall. Yeah, finding there's a, there's parking a couple at a mall. of Yeah, finding parking. There's a couple of stinkers on there, but, uh, <laughs> but there's some great stuff on there too, and uh, some stuff takes you back to uh takes you back to the nineties. It's ninety five, man. Yeah. yeah. I expect. I didn't give what it a bad want? review. I'm just kind of I don't know. Coolio, Mighty Mighty Boston's, Luscious Jackson. What more do you want, dude? <laughs> pitching the soundtrack in the boardroom. Mighty Mighty Boston's, yeah, but, man. Yeah. That thing. That goddamn band. Know. They're great. They're great. Yeah. No, 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 no. So just, again, a journey into the past. We gotta, we gotta do like what's the what's the mega 90, 95 to ninety eight? If you could have like your ideal concert. And put it together. We'll, we'll we'll save it for the next podcast. But I mean, it might be Brookhaven. It might be. Brookhaven. I think it's happening. Yeah. March what thirteenth and fourteenth. This is this is everyone's dream. What do we got for recommendations this week? 
Well, the theme that we drew from this is uh, songs about articles, articles of clothing. This is uh-huh. a style. This is a style-heavy movie. Mm-hmm. Songs about supermodels. I kind of I was surprised uh, every time I was thinking about songs about clothing. It was always a color in a clothing. It was like famous blue raincoat or raspberry beret yeah. or like Joseph uh, the Technicolor Dreamcoat, blue <laughs> blue suede shoes. <laughs> yeah, they're always and little, I believe, little black backpack. A little black backpack, 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 <laughs> little black backpack. <laughs> little back, uh, if I'm not wrong, I think I'm the only person that picked a song with a color in the title. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I might be right. Yeah. So if you don't mind me leading off, uh, go for it, please do. My choice the is, is uh, Romeo Void with white sweat, white sweater. There we go. across the Romeo Void song as well. I didn't, I didn't oh, yeah. recommend it, but like one of the, one of their album titles is a uh, like something. It might be named after this. Um, it's this a great track. I like that one. Nineteen eighty one. Yeah. The album was "It's a Condition." Okay. Which is their? Well, they kind of got famous from an EP, but they were uh, like a California art school kind of goth band. It's like very very close to like early Cure. Yeah. Um, They've got that great song, Never Say Never. Never Say Never. I might like you better if we slept together. They're they're really good. I I love that song. Out of like a new wave kind of like, well, I would say post-punk because this is before new wave. This is before it got like very MTV. Yeah. Uh, They're one of my favorite kind of like female-headed bands from that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, Romeo Void, check them out. She's got a great voice too. It's very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of, there's like a saxophone player that's featured heavily on everything they do, so I don't know. <laughs> saxophone. Name? We had that Make name for like beware. a drugged out sax player the other night that we came up with. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> okay, so yeah, okay, they had a, an album called Warm In Your Coat when I was like looking for articles oh, of clothing okay. online. I was like, oh yeah, Romeo, okay, Romeo Boy, but well, album doesn't count. <laughs> Romeo Void's very, very cool. What do you got, Chris? So I picked a song called Tight T-Shirt by uh, one of my favorite musicians, uh, Benji Hughes. Benji Hughes. Who's kind of like a singer, uh, songwriter, storyteller kind of guy, but uh, has like some hip-hop elements to his thing, and he's great, man. I saw him in concert at uh, Rough Trade. Well, let's check it out. Let's hear it. Benji Hughes' Tight T-Shirt. Tight T-Shirt, Tight T-Shirt. Love this guy. He's uh, I really recommend him, man. He he, he does a lot of songs. You sure that's not Beck? <laughs> yeah, it could be Beck. <laughs> no, that's Beck. <laughs> Actually, I think that was Huey Lewis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, very Becky. You know, I was describing it, and I was like, that's just what you would describe Beck as. <laughs> but um, he's kind of this he's this bigger dude with a giant beard, and you know, gets wasted during I, at Rough Trade. When I saw him, yeah. there's like a instrumental part to one of his songs, and he like jumped into the audience and like ran to the bar and he's like give me give me two shots <laughs> he was like ordering <laughs> oh, he was like wow. ordering stuff real good. I was like get on stage man but oh wait I, 
I think I invited both you guys to this concert, and I think you I both never... y'all blew me off. Oh, shit. <laughs> I honestly... It, this might be somebody different, but I think that this... you were, I remember you telling me about this artist, and a, uh, someone I used to work with, like, painted the cover for his, like, album, or yeah. like, one of his EPs or uh, something. There's a Love Extreme. He's, like, wearing sunglasses, like, mm-hmm. aviators. Yeah he's, yeah, he's famous for his, like, giant beard, long hair, and aviators. Yeah, I think I know the um, person who painted his that's album right. cover. That's right. We talked about this. <laughs> Might be his most recent. Oh, it's like a pretty. I can't remember the name of it, but something. Anyway, Benji Hughes, check him out. Love the guy. Yeah, I love yeah, that was, <laughs> he's got a great song called uh, uh, "I Hate When Pretty Ladies Die." <laughs> and he's just singing about like Marilyn Monroe been dead. <laughs> just singing about like when gorgeous women die. That's amazing. Don't kill Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for my pick, I've got the uh, Steely Dan track, uh, The Fez, off of the album uh, The Royal, Royal Scam. Scam. All right, I almost went with the Steely Dan. This is The Fez. I almost went with Bad Sneakers. Oh, nice. Oh. album uh, great cover on that album too like the cityscape the yeah, yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like monsters it's it's, it's like somebody very, uh, sleeping on a couch right no, yeah sleeping on a park bench and then like the high rise behind them oh gotcha, gotcha. it like yeah. looks like one of the backgrounds from ghostbusters, ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah it's pretty it's pretty <laughs> zool great. when one zool's like in the, town yeah, yeah one of the map paintings of like the fake <laughs> building off of central park oh yeah playing that song is definitely gonna get us sued <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Donald Fagan's just combing through the internet, yeah. <laughs> looking yeah, for man. takedowns. Good, good picnic, dude. I love, love, this. love yeah, Steely like Dan. That I'm a big Steely fan. There's a lot Steely of good Dan. tracks in the film um, that didn't make it to the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. um, there's Fame. Yeah. Um, just a girl is on there. Uh, no girls doubt. just want to have fun. No doubt was one of my first concerts. Girls just want to have fun's on there. Yeah. Cindy the, Whopper. The, the Cranberries is on there. Oh, I love the Cranberries. God, um, so many songs. And um, so we're kind of deciding which. And uh, Shoop. Shoop. So we're gonna we're gonna play play you out with a little a taste of Shoop, the song that should have been. <laughs> Salt and pepper. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you very much. See you next week. Thank you, guys. So I dip back to my bag of tricks, then I flip.